This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. From an undisclosed broadcasting location. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Frady. This is Lock and Load, and uh, we're supposed to be doing something else, but we're going to do what we can do because that's what we do. Joining me now is uh, investigative reporter Lee Williams. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, brother. I want to talk about propaganda. Okay. I love that. Um, I remember uh, my classes in it years ago. Uh, there's white, black, and gray. Black propaganda is uh, the most insidious. It's when the, the target audience doesn't, isn't aware that they're being influenced, and they're definitely not aware of the true source of the message. Right. Okay? Um, you know, there's white propaganda where, you know, you know the source, you know it's probably propaganda. There's gray when that can be mixed. Well, the administration is engaging in black propaganda as part of their war on guns. And I wish I was kidding. Um, they're trying to enlist school officials to help them hoodwink and gaslight parents about their gun control plan. And they put all this out there. I'm surprised that, well, I'm not surprised the legacy media didn't jump on it. This is all designed so the uh, Biden-Harris administration can take advantage of the school officials' credibility, which they don't have, which the White House doesn't have. I mean, don't forget, they got an office of gun control in the White House. So, in in a letter that they posted on on the whitehouse.gov, they said that teachers and school administrators, school officials, uh, quote, can be trusted, credible mem- uh, messengers when it comes to providing guidance on gun violence prevention and safe storage. So the the White House made available this what they call a customizable communications template. What it is, it's a PDF that you can alter, and they they say they want uh, school officials to use this to engage with parents and families about the importance of safe firearm storage, blah, blah, blah. Well, the template is designed so school officials can drop in the top of their letterhead and put their name on it so parents see this and think it came from the school and not the White House. I mean, in fact, if you look at the entire document, the words White House, neither the White House nor the Biden-Harris administration are even mentioned. This thing starts out, dear, colon, insert name of school or school district, families, guardians, and caregivers. And it ends with, sincerely, comma, insert name of school or school district administrator. It's propaganda that they don't want parents to know is coming from the White House. I've never seen anything like it, my friend. Well, I mean, uh, we we had something on my network one time. I don't remember what network I was on, but it was a, it was purporting to be a, uh, you know, stop stop the madness sort of a 
website. But if you went to the website they said to go to, it redirected you to the Brady campaign website. <laughs> and they were playing it during my show. And I said, listen, we can't be playing that during my show now. Come on. let's let's." And I was told that this was, a, well, this is a this. And I was like, no, it isn't. Go take a look at where the website sends you. And yeah. they're always wearing a masquerade of some sort because they, I mean, it's pretty much a given, I think, at this particular moment that we've, we've seen enough of gun control to know that obviously this stuff don't work. Yeah. And the scary part about it is that this whole thing was accompanied uh, by a letter from uh, Department of Education Secretary Cardona oh. to school to school administrators. And, you know, that's kind of for, for schools. That's kind of like a papal bull, Dad. You will do this. So I'm looking for these letters to go out sometime soon. I've got a couple of parents that I know here that are going to alert me if they, in fact, get one. I would love to see one. Um, but uh, once again, you know, we're, we're sitting here talking about the creativity that Biden, or I should say his handlers or his puppeteers. Right. Are, have come up with. I mean, they are totally rewriting the rules in, in their war on guns. I, we've never seen, I mean, there have been some subtle psyops, psychological operations and other forms, and certainly they've gaslighted gas lighting and deception before. But this is just flat out out there. Um, now, here's the scary part. In the same letter, they make reference that the nation's law enforcement and clergy, our faith leaders, our pastors, our imams, our rabbis, they have credibility in the communities too. So I don't have any doubt that they're going to make a run at the clergy next. Well, you know, I, 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 when uh, when I was in the military, right, uh, I would I, I was a training NCO in my last little gig there, so I, all the phone calls were coming through me for whatever reason. And I'd get a phone call, and it'd be, hi, hi Sergeant, this is so-and-so, Command Sergeant Major Retired. And oh. Be, oh, okay. And he would be working for, like, a collection agency. And what he was trying to do is he was trying to use his position to get me to believe that he had some sort of authority over me, right? Former position. Former yes. position, which now he's, he's nothing to me. He's a Command Sergeant Major Retired, which means at this moment, if he were drawing a pension and I am too, he makes more money. But he doesn't have, he's not in charge of troops no more. And he's no. certainly not in charge of me. I, I took it from him a couple of times, so I handed him off to my, my first sergeant. My first sergeant just went hog wild on him. I was like, I'm not going to go off on a sergeant major. I don't even know what that means. And uh, so my first sergeant went off on him. And they, they do this kind of thing all the time. They'll, they'll get out there and they'll uh, play this game where they're trying to make it seem like they're coming at you from a position of authority. Yeah. They, they really don't have it. They really don't. Yeah, this that. this really hit. It, it struck me. It seems to struck a chord with my readers too. The, <laughs> I mean, how low can they go? You know, basically lying to parents, uh, and and of course they leave out. You know, the whole when when they talk about safe storage, it's not like when you and I talk about safe storage. They want laws. They want laws on the books that require you to have this or to use this or to use that. Because they don't care about whether you store it safely. They just want the judges to take notice that their actions have, can result in laws. And they want us to know that they can change the law to, to dictate how we live our lives. And, and, you know, I don't think they give a damn about safe storage, but the, their ultimate goal is total civilian disarmament. And every time they get a law passed, it sets a template. 
you know, this is how we got this law through. Let's let's do this. They could care less about safe storage, and they never give any credit. I mean, look at NSSF. Look at the dealers out there. Every time you go buy a new go buy a new handgun, you're going to get a cable lock. Look at everything NRA, NSSF, and all these other program organizations have done on safe storage. You know, if they really wanted to to incentivize safe storage, give me a tax break on a safe. Make that a national law, yeah. not just safe state law somewhere. Well, the other thing about safe storage laws is that's basically the end of privacy. Because in order to enforce a safe storage yep. law, they have to be able to come in and see if you got your guns in the safe. Yeah. And yeah. that doesn't it's, mean they have to have a warrant because it's a mandated thing that you've got to have safe storage. So now they just bypassed the Fourth Amendment. And uh, whatever else they find while they're in there, I mean, you know, if you got a line of coke or you got your hookers in there, whatever you got going on, they're going to see it. And uh, that's, I don't, I don't, most people just don't look that deep down the hole, do they? No, no. I mean, I, we all have safes, okay? But I have uh, one firearm that's in a pistol safe, not in the big one. Right. That's accessible with a, with a fingerprint that I grab if I need to go. Well, Mr. Williams here, he is an investigative reporter with some very serious chops. Everything begins at thegunwriter.substack.com. Additionally, he has collaborated with Mark Walters from Armed American Radio. They have Armed American News available for you right now today out there. And at the Second Amendment Foundation, where they have the Second Amendment Foundation investigative reporter, Will, he is the lone the lone reporter doing it. It's just that good. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. Precision has paved the way as a leading manufacturer of American-made AR parts. Aero Precision caters to the rifle builder by engineering quality receivers, hand guards, and other essential parts. Aero Precision's added enhancements create a smooth build process from start to finish for beginners and seasoned builders. Whether this is your first rifle or your 50th, Aero Precision offers everything you need to make a quality AR at an affordable price. Holster.com, the home of DeSantis-quality built American-made products for 45-plus years. Supporting police and government contracts from first responders to responsible citizens. Holster.com is your source for quality American-made leather and Kydex holsters for the armed American. For concealed carry or open carry, Holster.com has what you need. We didn't invent concealment. We perfected it. Go to Holster.com now and buy a DeSantis holster today. Most folks don't realize this fact. Our country is only four missed meals away from chaos, and those meals can vanish fast. In a national emergency, fragile supply chains break down and will wipe grocery store shelves clean in a matter of hours. Before this happens, there's something you should do today. Let's stock up on emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply is the company millions of American families trust for their emergency supplies. You should, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each kit contains delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. 
My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and other survival necessities. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day, fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Those who know what's coming, prepare before the chaos starts. MyPatriotSupply.com Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers. There's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com, GCNfood.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Welcome back. This is Lock and Load, joined again by Lee Williams, investigative reporter. And I know you want to talk about ammo background checks in St. Benita, so let's hear it. Well, we have great news. Actually, some of the best news uh, for quite a while because it involves California. U.S. District Court Judge Roger T., a.k.a. St. Benitez, struck down California's ammunition background check law yesterday. In California, if you wanted to buy a box of bullets, they treated you like you were buying a gun. So he struck it down. But here's the best part, Bill. California Attorney General Bonta, or the underlings and minions that worked for him, immediately asked the judge, asked St. Benitez for a stay. They wanted him to stay his decision, 10 days, 100 years, whatever. And he refused. That's the best part. Judge Benitez, St. Benitez, refused to issue a stay on his decision. As a result, brother, uh, online ammunition retailers are already shipping to California. Uh, The ads went up within minutes of the good judge's decision, and that's a 
huge win because that will hopefully set some precedent that at some point the Supreme Court will look at, and you know they're going to have to. Now, the good thing about Judge Benitez is his honor writes probably the best decisions ever. He writes his decisions, sometimes they're 50, 60, 100 pages, knowing that the gun ban industry is going to want to try and appeal him. So he puts everything in there but the kitchen sink. His decisions are always great reads. I haven't had time to read this one yet, but I have no doubt it should be nominated for and win a Pulitzer Prize. Um. What happens if I'm a felon and I'm riding around? I got some ammunition. I got two boxes of ammo in my trunk. What happens to me? What, what, you can why be charged it? with okay. being a felon in possession of ammo, just like being a felon in possession of a firearm. That's how the feds look at it. Okay. And what? What kind? Of, what kind? Of, so, if there's no gun available and I've got a, I've got ammo. And now, and I, I would love to know if there's any empirical data. Where uh, some of the gang members out there have uh, pallets of uh, ammunition being drop shipped to their location by some of the major ammunition purveyors out there. Uh, do, I mean, isn't the black market pretty much? Uh, it, it's not exactly like going to Cabela's in most parts, is it? No, no, and uh, you know, not at all. Um, I, I just think why inconvenience everyone and. Like the one in New York, that New York is a state, uh, the most recent state to enact one of these crazy background check laws for bullets. It is just powerfully screwed up. I still talk, I did a story on it, and I talked to gun dealers up there since regularly. And some of them say that, you know, the background check can take two minutes, two hours, or two days. Wow. And their, cust- their customers are getting irate at them as if these retailers are the ones that want the law. And they clearly don't. It's been nothing but problems. It's making it very difficult for New Yorkers to get ammunition. And, Bill, isn't that the intent? I mean, don't you think that's the intent? Yeah, but, I mean, how does that, first of all, like, uh, I remember when uh, I, I was reading about something when they were trying to restrict magazines in the Pacific Northwest, and then there was some sort of stay, and then everybody that sells these things was sending 100,000 magazines there per shipment yep. or something like that. And yep. whatever they just put in place to try to inconvenience the, the gun owner, they order it when, it when they get pushed back. They get it, they take possession of it, and then it vanishes because they yeah. it. It, it, it's out there. They've just – it has the exact opposite effect of – yeah, it's inconvenient – and then you have something like this happen, and then everybody's like, oh, well, let's buy it. I mean, if I were an ammunition purveyor, I would have had, like, some special pallets already made up, ready to go to Cali for when this happened. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt this is going to affect the price of ammo nationally. Uh, I don't care. I'll pay a couple bucks extra uh, because knowing that the our brothers and sisters behind the lines in California can thumb their nose at, at Bonta, the attorney general out there, <laughs> it's all worth it. Matter of fact, I found out that uh, Judge Benitez lives in San Diego, so let me be the first to propose the idea of changing the name of San Diego to San Benito. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, that we should invite that cat to like the NRA annual meeting or something. I'm sure he couldn't come to it, but it'd be interesting just to film his face when we're like it's Saint Benitez, and you know, just uh, I I wonder if he's. Well, I know there are already. There are already candles with his uh, picture on them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And all he's doing is just reading the Constitution. That's the thing. 
Exactly. That's all he's doing is just reading the Constitution. So, and they um, have framed him as a renegade and a rogue. And like you say, all he's doing is strictly interpreting the Constitution. That's it. Right. A la Brooke. Yeah. So um, I, I guess my next question would be, how long was this thing in effect before it got pushed? I think a couple years. Uh, I may be mistaken. I, I'm, I may be confusing it with another state. But it was, I mean, we are, after all, talking about the state that maintains a list of handguns that they will approve for you to buy. So, yeah, uh, brothers and sisters behind the lines, uh, John has a long mustache. Yeah. I mean, this is this is clearly a major, major win for, for gun owners in California. And the CRP, California Rights and Pistol Association, you know, they took lead on this like they do everything out there. Hell of an organization. Everyone should join CRPA. Uh, regardless of whether you live uh, behind the lines in California or not, they are truly, truly fighting the, the good fight and doing the Lord's work out there. And this was a major win for them. I mean, think about it. You know, you go and you buy a box of bullets, you, you got to give your driver's license over. They have to run your background check. I mean, how intrusive is that? Uh, of course, that's what they want. They want to make everything associated with our lifestyle as difficult for us as they possibly can. And now, like you said earlier, that state is going to be fl- I, flooded with ammo. I feel sorry for the UPS drivers out there. They're going to be carrying some heavy boxes. Yeah, but look at the gains they're going to make on their biceps and their backs. Yeah, exactly. They're going to make so many gains on that. But we'll see how it goes. And, I, I, you know, California, they, they sooner or later, I mean, Alan Gottlieb has made reference to this, how uh, one day we're going to be doing the same thing more than once. And I was like, is that going to have to be fought in court as well? And he said, yes, it will. It will have to be fought in court, even though they've already ruled on it. They'll yeah. have to fight it in court yet again. And, uh, well, we'll see where it goes and everything. But, uh, yeah, Cali is a interesting state in that they uh, quite blatantly just get out there and say, we don't trust you. And they keep getting voted back and back into office over and over and over again. While I think they have quite a few rampage killings happening there on a regular basis as well. But in any event, coming up on the next break, Mr. Williams, you can find him in three various spots at any given time. Most of his stuff kicks off at thegunrider.substack.com. You can subscribe to that. You can put your email address in there. You'll get these drops every time he writes an article. It's a great, great way to see what he's got going on. Iron American News, collaboration between he and Mark Walters. I think he is the designated news correspondent for uh, Armed American Radio. And the one-of-a-kind Second Amendment Foundation investigative reporter project. I don't know if anybody else does this. Of course, leave it to SAF to be the one to lead the way on that one. And because of his uh, competence, he is the lone investigative reporter at Second Amendment Foundation. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. What's in a name? If that name is Ace Firearms, you've just entered a very expensive business. First, a fully appointed gun shop with all the guns, ammo, and accessories you could possibly imagine. 
But then you enter the manufacturing facility that is home to Red Alligator Concealment, Militia Arms Customs, and so much more. Ace Firearms is beyond a simple gun shop. This is a totally peerless operation. To find out more, go to acefirearms.com. Ace Firearms. This is only the beginning. At Spikes Tactical, we are all shooters with a very simple mission. Make the best product we can perfect at the best possible price for our consumers. We strive to produce the best components and rifles available with quality control second to none because real-world events don't allow for a second chance. Whether you are an operator, competitor, or home defender, Spikes Tactical will serve you well. Go to SpikesTactical.com. Spikes Tactical, 100% American-made to the highest standard. USA News Update. Republicans say they will block the Senate's bipartisan border security and foreign aid package. That's according to House Speaker Mike Johnson. He says the legislation aimed at addressing the border catastrophe would be rejected in the House. The proposal includes laws to revise immigration regulations, but critics argue it falls short. The flood watch covering San Diego County has been extended until 10 Tuesday night, courtesy of the latest storm making its gradual descent from other regions of Southern California into San Diego. The Pacific Jet- stream is pushing all this moisture and atmospheric river into our region. So this will be a slow moving, prolonged period of rain. Alex Tardy with the National Weather Service. King Charles has received a cancer diagnosis, but Buckingham Palace is keeping details about the type and prognosis under wraps. However, they did mention the 75-year-old commenced regular treatments Monday. John Schaefer, USA News. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com.
back. This is Lock and Load. I'm talking to investigative reporter Lee Williams. Uh, we've been talking ammo background checks, and we've been talking about some other stuff happening out there as well. What is next, sir? What the hell is going on in South Carolina? Are you going to be the next constitutional carry state or not? So there was this thing that came from the uh, House version of the bill, and it got to the Senate, where if you were convicted of any sort of a misdemeanor, passage of that law would have triggered them being able to come into your house and take your guns. I don't know how huh? they got through the House, but it did. So apparently in the Senate, they have been working to strip that out of it. They have stripped that out of the bill, and now they're sending it back to the House for their approval in that version. And then maybe, you know, maybe uh, tomorrow or the next day, sometime next week, we will know. The only thing I keep hearing about, I've heard about this a couple times, is are they still debating the training requirement, which makes no sense? Have constitutional carry, but have a training requirement? That's not, those two don't go together. Well, I, you want to know what I did? So one of the senators that was uh, pushing the bill, back in the bill, I got him on the phone with John Lott. And I let those two talk for a little bit. I just got off the phone. I said, ask him whatever questions you're going to ask. And I got him to talk to John Lott. And I've offered Alan, I've offered you, I've offered a lot of guys to get out there and look at the details of everything that goes on uh, within certain gun laws. And uh, at this particular moment, they think that they've got what they wanted to do. The training requirement is a, it's a box of 50 rounds. That's not training. It's a qualification. And you're, you're seven yards off of a target. It looks like the back end of the old Volkswagen Beetle. And you just got to put them in the black. So they can be all over the black, but, you know, it's not like you're punching a hole in the center of the target. Some people do, some people don't, but it's not really training, not the way you and I would look at training. So they do have a test of some kind. It's not even a test. qualification. I've never seen anybody come off and, you know, maybe if they shoot themselves, they would fail. But I've never, I've never heard of somebody going through it and actually failing the class to where, uh, they, you know, didn't now get to apply for the permit because you see, as a, as a strict constitutionalist, that still bugs me yeah. because that that still means you have to show proficiency at what is a constitutional right. Now, do they test your ability to attend church, to vote, to keep yourself secure in your home? No, but because guns, they're gonna they're gonna try and tack on a test. Yeah. I don't care how I don't care how easy it is. Um, the th- I mean, look at Maryland they they tried to they tried to pass the same the same qualification test that their troopers were using. But still, uh, is this going to happen? Is that training requirement going to get tacked onto the bill? I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they, that that would even. I mean, that's something you got to have for the permit. And I've, the case I've made for the permit is that in South Carolina, if you have a permit, you don't have to go through a background check. But, and I'm sure you've seen this too down in Florida, some of these guys, in order to combat some of this ATF nonsense with the 4473, have gone to this electronic 4473 that you do on an iPad or on a computer. Right, right. And it seems to me I've like... I've them out. It's, 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 really, it's really nice, yes, by the way. But it seems like it takes as long as if you had to go through a background check. Just saying. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm saying about it. I understand why they're doing it, because they're trying to... Most of the most of the mistakes they've closed. I mean, they've I, I my FFL that all of my guns that were being shipped to me that I've used since 2012 
got shut down this past summer. Oh, no. Because of pen and ink mistakes. It shut down for good. Um, He told me he was not going to attempt to open another gun shop in this administration. Oh, good Lord. Yep. Well, I've done stories. We're expecting to see 1,000, up to 1,000 FFLs now either be revoked or, quote-unquote, voluntarily surrendered because ATF is scared and coerced and yelled and screamed and intimidated at the uh, gun dealer so much they just they just want to get rid of it. 1,000, which is a major part of Joe Biden's war on guns, right? That in his lasagna brain thinking, get rid of gun dealers, get rid of guns. But yeah, I'm sad to hear that a trusted friend out there uh, was shut down. That's... Yeah. That sucks. As far as the requirement for training, I've told a bunch. I I had so here's some of the stuff we've been fighting in the past. I, I lived in a different part of the upstate uh, a few years back when they were considering it. My state senator was in charge of the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee, which was the committee this had, bill had to get through. And he's a Republican, and I'm talking to him, and he's like, I don't. He told me on the phone. The Second Amendment does not mean you get to carry what you want, when you want, wherever you want. And I said, <laughs> oh, Senator, where where have you been? That's exactly what it means. And you know what else it means? It means you don't get to regulate it. That's what else it means. And then he started yeah. telling me about we were permitted to do this and we were permitted to do that. And I, he said, and like on open carry, how would the cops know who the good guys are versus the bad guys? I said, I don't know. Let me think about that, Senator. What's the percentage of bad guys that use a holster? And of course, he couldn't tell outside me. of their on the on the exterior, so it could yeah. be visible publicly. Right. right, he couldn't tell me that. And the actual number to that of any type is two less than two percent. Right, because when you if you're a bad guy and you're running, and you got a Glock, well, if you throw the Glock aside and you've got a you got a holster on you, wow, it fits a Glock and only a Glock. It's sort of hard to say no, that ain't mine. It's sort of hard to say that. Then the next question I asked him, because he was, he was out there telling me how open carry would be this, that, and the other, and how uh, and I asked him about, how come cops in other states know how to do this? Do you say South Carolina cops can't do it? And by not, do you think that the perpetrators would just open carry now, just let everybody know they had a gun when they've been concealed carrying without a permit all this time? And finally, I simply asked him, uh, how many uh, permits have you guys revoked due to cause? because I was making the point about gun carriers being very law-abiding people. And he couldn't tell me any of this stuff. And he, he still kicked it back. Of course, now he's not a senator anymore. Good. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, uh, one thing I complain about to politicians here, and I'm getting ready to go on the war path about this locally. I don't understand why South Carolina is a follower. We should be a leader. Exactly. Exactly. You're, you're somewhat of a free state still. Despite having Nikki Haley as a former governor. Yeah. Well, you talk about a great segue. I mean, we've been fighting for open carry here in Florida, and the crap has just hit the fan. Oh, no. We, uh, when I say we, I mean, I'm in addition to my other duties at staff and uh, all the other stuff, I, I'm on the board of Florida Carry Inc., which is a statewide pro-gun group, independent. We're not subject to the whims of a national organization. And we have identified the sticking point. The reason we will not have open carry this legislative session 
And I even did a story on it, which we sent out to everybody called The Faith of Gun Control in Florida. Kathleen Pasadena, she is our Senate president. And she, too, is a Republican, at least in name only. Right. She's from Naples, and I don't know what you know about Florida, but that is a rich, gated community type uh, town. And she's dead set against open carry. Again, this is the second legislative session in which she's blocked it. Um, I mean, we, we have some laws regarding open carry. You can open carry here if you're fishing, hunting, camping, or a shooting range. But she said last year, she, she blamed the sheriffs. She said, and I quote, the sheriffs who I deeply respect are in the business, who understood the issues, do not support open carry in the state of Florida. They support permitless carry, which she was wrong on that. We don't have permitless carry. We have unlicensed carry. You need a license, of course, not a permit. So we put out what you could say would be a very strong response, um, basically saying our Second Amendment rights, which you know we've had since 1791, are not subject to the approval of local law enforcement. And she should know that. Hang on there, if you will, coming up on the next break. Talking to Lee Williams, you can find him at thegunwriter.substack.com, armedamericannews.com, and saf.org. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100, shopsupertea.com. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamg'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamg'day.com. Teamg'day.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. 
At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. is lock and load and we are speaking with lee williams from uh well he, he writes for everybody basically if he writes something everybody carries it i've noticed that everybody carries it everybody carries what you write so where would you like to go next well i, I want to put this open carry here in context for you and your listeners i mean in florida republicans have super majorities in the house and senate but when one of the republican leaders like senate president kathleen pasadomo when they go rogue, there's no recourse when they want to violate our civil rights. I mean, last year, Governor DeSantis, uh, obviously campaign-driven, promised he would sign a constitutional carry bill. But he did not keep his word. The bill that he signed, HB 543, last year allows only unlicensed carry. There's, not, there's no provision for open carry. So this is not the same constitutional carry that is enjoyed in 26 other states. This is not the constitutional carry you would enjoy there. So we, being Florida Carry, called on DeSantis to keep his word and demand that the legislature send him an open carry bill. Uh, we I, Basically, I, I'll let you know what we hear. But, uh, you know, when the Republicans sell you out, when a Republican leader like Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo sells you out, because she's listening to the sheriff. She's allowing local law enforcement to kill our, our, our rights. And I got to say something about open carry, too. Every time I write about open carry, I'm flooded with emails by dudes who say, 
Uh, I would never open carry. Uh, I will. I will never open carry. I don't care. I don't want my pistol. The the thing I get the most is my concealed weapon is my my whole card. Why should I? Sh- is my ace and the whole? Why should I show anybody my whole card? You know. Let me just say this very clearly: the Second Amendment and our civil rights are not predicated upon what you or I would do, Bill, right. or the or these people that write in. Open carry is a vital component of the right to keep and bear arms, which is codified in the Second Amendment, the U.S. Constitution, and in Florida, in the Florida Constitution, Article One, Section Eight, says we have a right to keep and bear arms. So, thank God that the Second Amendment isn't based upon what you or I would do, Bill. Because everybody be carrying staccatos. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. This is the thing about this. And, I mean, I've talked to, uh, like, Dean Weingarten that writes at Ammo Land. He was a big proponent of open carry in Arizona. And he open yeah. carries every chance he gets because he's trying. He says it's two things. It's a statement, and it's getting people used to seeing it. Because what we're really talking about is hurting people's feelings and making people nervous, even though they sit back on a daily basis and see police officers carrying guns right in their face. And uh, the, the other thing about it is this. I think when they get out there and permitless carry becomes a law of the state and when open carry becomes a law of the state, they're finally taking the right to keep and bear arms seriously for a change. Right. right. And you can't you can't nibble at it. No. Okay. Either we get to carry it concealed and openly, or we don't. You know, it's the Constitution. Oh, and and find me uh, as long as we're talking about Bruin. Yeah. Uh, a law or a statute from the founding founders era, seventeen nineties would be fine. That prohibits the open carry of arms. I don't think they're going to come up with that. Well, you know, in in the old days, they looked at the people that concealed carried a weapon as the suspicious ones. Exactly. Yeah, they referred to them as belly guns. If they saw you carrying a belly gun, which was not able to be seen, and most of the time they were smaller, too, because everybody wore a coat. Everybody wore a jacket. Or a pocket gun. Yeah. Or a pocket gun in your vest. Right. Uh, They would look at you quite suspiciously if you had something like that. Everybody expected everybody to be showing exactly what they had. You had to get, and I would imagine that the permit to conceal carry originated from the fact that it had to be, uh, you know, you were doing something that most people just couldn't do without permission to conceal carry. So I I don't, in South Carolina, we have open carry, but you have to have a concealed carry permit to do it. (laughs) So you still have to bend the knee and beg permission from the government to open carry. I could, I could, I could accept the idea that you could open carry without a permit. I could get that. I get it, and that you need a permit to get a to conceal carry. I could see that because most of your bad guys are concealed carrying. They're hiding a gun. I get it. I understand that. I could almost see it, right? But now it's all backwards. We, we've had way too too long, way too many rules, way too many laws. You can disagree with me on that one. I know it's sort of a wonky way to look at it, but uh, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. I mean, Washington State, not exactly a Republican stronghold or a great respecter of our constitutional rights. You can open carry without a permit of any kind. Really? Yeah. You need a permit to carry concealed. Yeah. Okay. So did you see before you got on uh, SecDef Lloyd Austin's press conference? I knew that he was having one as the first one that he was having since his uh, his AWOLness. What what happened with yeah. SecDef? 
I was just wondering, <clears throat> you're, you're an Army vet. I'm an Army vet. Right. What would have happened if you would have decided just to take a couple weeks off and go away and not tell anybody what you're up to or where you're going? Well, I know exactly how that would work because we had a couple of guys do that in Germany. And, uh, I mean, it got, it was, it, they stole some armored personnel carriers too. And the uh, brigade uh, look, commander got in on that one. Yeah. Leavenworth bound. They, they sold the ComSec on their, because they ran out of fuel and they sold the ComSec to buy some bus passes. And then they went back to Garrison where they lived with their girlfriends. <laughs> and the way they were found was it, they just called the girlfriend's houses and they answered the phone. So yeah, you would uh, yeah you would be uh, you get a little pea stenciled on your back or a big pea, and then you would never be able to face or salute or and your primary speciality would be taking big rocks and making little rocks. Yeah, you'd become an instant E one. Well, that's and you know I don't know what's more telling about this whole uh, AWOL spree, the fact that he did it and didn't tell anybody, or the fact that. Joe Biden and the Biden-Harris administration didn't notice he was gone. I mean, aren't they meeting with the Secretary of Defense daily, at least, or at least a teleconference, at least a Zoom call? Yeah. Well, I mean, we've got our, our men and women getting shot at all over. And, you know, there's you would think right now there'd be a heightened sense of uh, national security that maybe you want to you want to get the uh, the Secretary of Defense in on a conversation or two, yeah. at least once during a two week period. You got the Norks firing missiles into the Sea of Japan. You got Chinese flying over Taiwan. You got Ukraine, and you got what's going on in the Middle East. Yeah, I would think he would be considered key personnel. I mean, yesterday was the first time. That sea, the Navy's Sea Whiz system, you know, the last line of defense for missiles heading toward our warships. Right. First time it was ever used in combat. That little R two D two looking thing. Um, they got the Houthis got a ballistic missile within a mile of one of our warships, and they had they had everything else. You know, I don't know what happened. Maybe it didn't fail, but I know that Sea Whiz took it out, which you know is great. We know the system works. But it's like saying, you know, hey, Bill, I had to use my defensive handgun last night in my bedroom, you know? Yeah. Not something you want to have to do. Well, I'm glad it worked. I, I remember trying to explain to friends after the first Gulf War that when those first cruise missiles were going in and they actually worked, there was a lot of high-fiving going on on those ships that had launched them. And yep. They were like, what are you talking about? We've been seeing these for years. I was like, they've never been used in an actual combat operation. Exactly. So when they got out there and they flew where they were going to go and they went through all the electronic countermeasures and the counter countermeasures and whatever else they had to go through and they hit and they went bang. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was high five, high five time, middle time. Let's fire another one. That was sort of cool. I like to look on that guy's faces. It was headed towards the window, that kind of thing. So, uh, and you know, that's interesting. Uh, what did he say? What, what did he say about, uh, uh you know, actions? I think, uh, we screwed up. We, uh, and then he said, I take full responsibility. Oh. And, you know, it, it's the it's the SecDef press corps, you know, that he knows all of them by name. They didn't re- a couple really pushed him a little bit, but nobody pushed him hard, man. I mean, he's an O10. My question would have been, you're an O10. You went AWOL for two weeks. Well, how would an E2 be punished if they did the same thing? Oh, I mean, at the very minimum, Article 15, loss of pay, loss of rank. Yeah. At the very minimum, if he was lucky. But, I mean, I don't know. 
I, I, that that answer would be infuriating to hear him give it. We're about to run out of time. Let me just uh, one more time point out where you are. Thegunwriter.substack.com. That's where everything begins. You can also find his work at Armed American Radio, or Armed American, Armed American Radio News, or is it Armed news? American News? Armed American News. I'm sorry, subform last week. Sorry, and saf.org. Thank you for joining me today, sir. Always a pleasure. Take yep. care, Bill. Yes, sir. Hour number three is inbound. This is Lock and Load. At Chambers Custom, we have one job. We strive to build the most obsessively reliable, accurate, and beautiful pistols for the discriminating gun owner. Using the ageless 1911 design with a 21st century approach to each part and component, Chambers Custom meticulously begins each pistol as a standalone project, creating a bespoke, handcrafted, peerless firearm. They integrate all of the internal, external, and intrinsic elements that make a custom 1911 unique. Go to ChambersCustom.com. Chambers Custom, truly the mechanical advantage. Operate at Staccato. We know there's no such thing as a fair fight, and we bring the unfair advantage that is the 2011 platform. Dominate at Staccato. We know the most important gun you own is the one that you're carrying when you're facing that threat to life and freedom. Win. We want you to enter that objective confident that you are carrying the best gun in the gunfight. No compromise. No sacrifice. Staccato2011.com. Stand ready to face down the darkness with 2011. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain. Until one day, the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day, Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327.